welcome to the First Impressions Podcast, the official podcast of the Forum of Incident Response and Security Teams. Every month, Chris John Riley and myself, Martin McKay, share informal conversations with security professionals from around the globe. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers alone, and any sarcasm you hear is purely intentional. For more information on FIRST or this podcast, please check out FIRST.org. So this time on the podcast, we're lucky enough to be joined by Emma O'Neill, Director of Security Response uh, Response Center at VMware, and Kevin Hagopian, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, uh, Security Response Program Manager at VMware. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And you got the pronunciation right. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. It's always good to, to start the day with a good pronunciation. So thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. We were particularly interested in uh, talking to you about um, the talk you're giving at the upcoming FIRST conference in Montreal, uh, Small But Mighty. And I know that that's talking about uh, the value of P-certs. Can you give us a little bit more information and the full title of the talk? Because I know it's quite a mouthful. Sure. Yeah. So it's small but mighty, the crucial role a P-Cert plays in customer trust, adoption and renewal. So really, just for context on the talk, really, we want to talk a little bit about, I suppose, the evolution of the P-Cert at VMware from, I suppose, starting quite some time back, um, over 20 years ago, very small, very simple, to where we are today in a much more complex environment. Uh, some of the challenges then that we faced along the way and some of the tools um, that we implemented to help with those challenges. So that's kind of the context of the piece. So how long how long has the piece that been going? I and mean, obviously it's a mature cert, um, a mature piece cert, but how long have you been going? It started kind of around 2010, around that time. I've been in the team for five years, but it's, it's I suppose, quite well established by now. And one of the things I find interesting about the title of your talk is that you're actually addressing customer renewal, which is not something that most of us as security professionals think about in our roles in, in a CERT or a P-CERT. Sure. Yeah. And I suppose for me, I, I come from um, a customer facing role before I came into product security. I suppose I have a lot of that context. And when I talk about renewal, it's how we continue to keep trust in our customers that we're doing the right thing by them. So, you know, we do see our customers engage with us as a PCERT team if they have concerns around a, a vulnerability or an advisory um, and how we can, I suppose, assure them that, you know, we've, we, we're handling it uh, internally for them and, um, you know, giving them the right steps to be able to um, continue to run a secure environment, uh, both on the on-premise side and uh, in, our, in our cloud um, cloud offerings. I mean, it's interesting to see the, the evolution that we've had over the last you know, 15, 20 years of going from the, this secret idea in the background of not really talking about vulnerabilities all the way through to the opposite of, of we're talking about vulnerabilities and how we're handling them in a much more open and customer-centric way to provide that layer of trust. It's interesting maybe to see that journey that happened at VMware um, around what caused the 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 growth of the PISA and what value customers really see in it? Well, I suppose in terms of the growth in the PISA, um, it's somewhat uh, related obviously to the growth in VMware's portfolio. Um, I guess when it started first, we were um, <clears throat> quite a simple um, virtualization company with um, 
three or four products, um, the eSphere uh, Workstation Fusion being our, our key products. And then over the years, through multiple acquisitions, our portfolio grew. Um, and with that, obviously, comes more uh, interest in our products um, from, from the researcher community. Uh, and that's something that we do encourage. You know, I mean, in more recent years, we've been targets at hacking competitions, preparing for that. So I suppose that that's primarily where the growth has come from. But when you talk about, I suppose, vulnerability um, disclosure and um, that level of transparency for customers, um, you know, we've learned, obviously, we need customers to be aware of the risks, have that um, risk management view, uh, and be able to make decisions based on that. Um, you know, and I suppose from speaking with peers at first and in, in other uh, forums, you know, we've learned that this level of transparency is important uh, and allows our customers to do the right thing uh, to keep themselves secure. You know, Kevin, do you want to weigh in there as well? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just touching on Emer, I, I, I came from a customer um, facing background before joining a security response. So I was, I was actually, I, I was in support escalation. So we kind of dealt with some of the more, I, I'd say, emotionally driven scenarios in some cases. Uh, with that, it's kind of armed us in a way that we can tackle uh, remediation, where we're ensuring that there's not a lot of customer pain that comes with um, patching or updating or applying a fix to one of our products. And that's something that we always keep in the back of our mind when we're working towards delivery of a fix um, in our advisories. And, and we feel that the, the rewards that come out of that are, are exponential. The, the trust is built um, with our customers and, and, they, and they know that what's being delivered is of the utmost integrity when that fix comes out. Um, so I think that that plays a key, key role and that's, and that's grown over time just from how I've witnessed uh, my history within VMware, even starting off as uh, frontline first level support, just looking at how a VMware Security Response Center has grown over time. Kevin and, and Amir, Amir, neither Chris nor I have any experience dealing with the, those sorts of uh, advisories and taking either as a customer taking them in or as a part of the company um, putting them out. That is, by the way, a joke. We're, we're both... <laughs> We've both been involved in it for a while, but what do you want people to learn from your talk? What is it that yet that you want other people to see that you've seen in this process? One thing that that uh, I feel would be great that our audience gets a takeaway from is what started off. Uh, I want to say around 2010 with where, uh, like, for VMware, the size of the team and the focus has uh, that has changed and had to adapt over time as um, as Emer mentioned the portfolio has grown it's no longer just a few on-prem products it's now quite a product suite and how they interact both from uh, a hybrid cloud model or even a full SaaS service how uh, PCER teams have had to adapt and change some of their modeling and even even the customer delivery side as well for that um, how we've had to evolve um, with how we communicate and how we establish that trust within the community, how that's transformed over the last uh, decade or so. I feel like we're, we're a good example that can share just what's on our agenda, what's previously been on our agenda and what's new going forward, um, how that's had to change for our, our team. Thanks, Kevin. And I suppose just to add to that, uh, Chris and Martin, other, other items that we include there is, I suppose, around our tooling. And I suppose simple things like 
improving our tooling um, and some automation to allow us to scale. Um, you know, when we think about it, my our, the team that I run here is is just less than twenty people uh, in a company of almost thirty nine thousand. Um, so tooling has played a very very key role in us being able to um, achieve our goals. Um, uh, and when I talk about tooling, like even tooling as as such as you know VMware um, rely heavily on open source software. Um, so how do we become uh, very quickly aware of uh, vulnerabilities in open source software and be able to react to that? So that's just a, a sneak preview of some of the items that we will be talking about in the, in, in, during the talk. I can imagine that certainly scaling up and being able to cover an organization of that that size is is particularly tricky, even when there is automation in place. So uh, there's, there's going to be uh, hopefully some interesting tidbits on how you train people up to to work in these complex and fast moving environments and how you've kind of moved with the times there as things have gone from on-prem towards cloud, as, as Kevin mentioned, being a much more complex and dynamic environment. Absolutely, yeah. Um, training is absolutely essential, you know, in an organization this big. I mean, there's a certain amount of the PCR that we can do, but obviously empowering our, our folks to be able to um, support us and, and, and do the right thing is very important as well. That leads me to another question I wanted to ask you, Ymir. You're on another panel, or you're on a panel, uh, the female conversation, uh, talking about the role, uh, how the roles, how how things have changed. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what's leading to that conversation this year? Sure, yeah. Um, so um, a colleague of mine, Rebecca Taylor from SecureWorks, is going to be um, uh, hosting this panel. Um, and really what we wanted to talk about was uh, about how can we uh, encourage more females into the field of STEM, security, um, and one of the challenges. Um, I, I myself lead the Women of First um, SIG as well, um, and it's really kind of working towards, I suppose, highlighting some of the challenges that we see um, and encouraging allies, both male and female, to help bring more women in, in, into this field. And looking at, at, I suppose, topics such as hiring, development, and retaining that talent within the business. Uh, alongside the, the presentations you're going to be giving and the, the, the panel, what else are you looking forward to at the conference? What kind of conversations and interactions are you really looking forward to? I know that, Kevin, this is your first time at the conference, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you as a first-time attendee are looking forward to. Right out of the gate, connections and, and meeting face-to-face, -face, getting getting to interact with those that uh, I've been on conf virtual conferences for uh, the last couple of years now. <laughs> so that's probably going to be the first thing that that comes to mind. Um, on top of it, uh, I'm part of the ransomware SIG, and, and we started joining that because we're taking more of an interest. Now, mind you, PCIRT, we were more reactionary with, with what's coming in there, but with ransomware starting to become a very popular news topic and VMware's, VMware's not immune to that. Um, so we're, we're finding that we're observing incidents that get reported in through various channels. And it's something that we're trying to keep in mind and just uh, um, have a good pulse. And so if there's ways that we can plug into, um, we're, we, we're kind of getting the foundation set already. Um, but that's one group I, I, I'd love to um, catch up with if there's context there. So that's another one that comes to mind. And lastly, what I'll touch on lightly is um, it's always I'm always curious to hear from others when uh, and hopefully 
uh, first come will be an opportunity for that is around what what companies are doing for um, vulnerability rewards programs and um, uh, just just to hear their hear their feedback and 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 benefits that have been coming from that because that's always been something that's that's kind of been uh, we've had our ear to the ground and um, looking at as an opportunity and and something we'll touch on likely in in our session just future plans and and growth within PCERT. Great, great to hear. I mean, I'm I'm more than happy to have some of those conversations about what I know around vulnerability rewards programs and that kind of thing. But it's certainly an interesting area, and uh, there's going to be a lot of people at the conference who maybe have some strong thoughts on that. I'm looking forward to it. How about you, Amir? Sure. Yeah. Um. I, as Kevin said, the networking piece really is 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 the main main uh, area that I look forward to. This is actually going to be my fourth in person first conference. Um. And my first time in Canada, so that I'm a little bit excited about that. But you know what amazes me each year, you know, I think from my perspective, sometimes I think we've grown so much and there's no there's not not much else that we can learn. And then I'm just blown away by little conversations um that I have with different people at these events. And you think, oh wow, this is something we could be doing better. Um so it's just being able to kind of Get, get that input, get, have those conversations um, is one big area I, I look forward to. But also, I suppose, as I said, you know, I mean, four conferences I've, I've attended, I were members since 2018, and I feel now it's my opportunity to be able to give back a little. When I, my first conference in Kuala Lumpur, I was really green. I didn't, I didn't have um, a great understanding of the security world. And it's this community that's helped me help VMware, I suppose, and, and grow and establish, you know, where we are today. So hopefully I can give back a little. And I suppose one final piece is uh, I'm going to sign up for the soccer. I started playing football last year. So I'm hoping <laughs> I can have a bit of fun there as well and maybe participate in the soccer. Uh, yes, one of the one of the better events, that and the uh, bring a bottle. Um, we'll uh, we'll be cheering from the sidelines. Yay, go! <laughs> That's our level of health, certainly. For the um, I mean, it's great, great to talk. Um, what can people do if they want to find more about VMware's PCERT, what kind of activities you're doing, and, and a little bit about kind of the software open source aspects and maybe even the VRP once that becomes uh, more, more solid? First and foremost, you can look up our, our external facing policy on VMware.com that kind of tells you a little bit about our PCERT. But look, come find us. Um, at the at the event um, and have a chat with us, but also we are present on the um, PCERT. Kevin attends the PCERT calls, uh, and we're also uh, active in the ransomware group. So there's multiple area, forums for you to kind of connect with us, and of course look us up on LinkedIn. I'm always happy to have a conversation with people uh, if they want to learn more. People forget many of the SIGs are open to the public, and and you don't have to be a member of First to join some of the SIGs. So. We really want to make that clear to, to our listeners. Great. Well, uh, thank you very much for taking the time to, to jump on the podcast. It's been uh, it's been great to talk to you. Looking forward to continuing the conversation at the event in, in Montreal at the beginning of June. So thank you very much, Kevin. Thank you very much, Amir, for, for taking the time to join us. Super. Thank you. Great to have you on here. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the First Impressions podcast and thanks to this week's guest. You can find Chris John Riley on Twitter at Chris John Riley, all one word. You can find me, Martin McKay, on Twitter at MCKEAY. And you can find the first organization at first.org, F I R S T D O T O R G. 
You can also find more information about FIRST and the FIRST Impressions podcast at first.org. Thanks again for listening.